1: From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're gonna get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the HUG hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about how the two of you can handle the storms in your marriage while becoming united like never before.
0: And as we start the show, I want you to think about this quote attributed to anonymous, it says, relax, don't be so hard on yourself. You are living and learning, forgive yourself and grow from the experience. And a lot of that is going to tie into how you as a couple handle the storms in life. And, and as we get there, we're going to be digging into a lot of these different concepts. But those of you that are brand new to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, welcome. Yes. We are so excited to have you as a brand new listener. And those of you that have been around for a while, you know we love having you tune in each and every week. For those of you that are brand new, the hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else just like you who is experiencing hope and transformation in their marriage. Mm -hmm. And this week's hug is sponsored by Chatbooks and you can check them out at chatbooks.com slash podcast. Now we love, 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 love our Chatbooks.
1: We have a stack of them right here by by our equipment and where we're recording.
0: That's how much I love them. And what I love about it is that Chatbooks automatically creates a book off of your Instagram feed, your Facebook feed, or even your camera roll. And it's quick and easy, right? The books are all 60 pages, so you're not guessing, okay, how long is this book going to be, or okay. how do I do this? Because Chatbooks does it for you, 60, pa- 60 images gets loaded, you decide that you want it. And here's the thing, it's so simple and classic, there's one picture on each page. You get to decide if you want to include the location, the date, the caption. But here's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. I know, I know that some of you right now are sitting on all of those vacation pictures on your phone and you're like, great, I took, you know, 300 pictures on vacation. what am I going to do? Right. Or you have like that special event where, you know, Tony was even suggesting, he's like, we have all our date night selfies. Why don't we have a pic? Why don't we have a book of our date night selfies? See, so here's the thing. These books, they're only $8 each. Right, and that's the beauty of this. This is like this is like cheaper than the two of you like going out on a date. You can actually get your book and have that memory to look at. So, what I love is that they have a love it or get your money back. Right, so you've got a great deal on the book. Love it or get You're your money back. You're going
1: to love these books, honestly. Go grab all those pictures off your phone from date night, from vacation, just the two of you. Elise and I are going to do that, and then get them into one of these books.
0: So go to chatbooks.com slash podcast to download the Chatbooks app and get your first series book free, free with the promo code OEM. Now this week's hug comes from an email that we recently received and the writer says, I am just now listening to your podcast about being sensual, which was episode 384. At the first of that podcast, Tony states that he appreciates the condolences. I'm apparently behind the curve. I try to keep up with you guys, but the last few weeks have been a struggle. I'm so sorry for your loss, whatever it is. Anticipating it's probably the loss of a parent. I remember one of your parents was not doing so well. So hugs from Nebraska. Please do all you can to take good care of yourselves during this difficult time. That is so much easier said than done. Even lighting a candle, eating a piece of good chocolate if that's what speaks to you, and of course having comfort sex. Mm -hmm. All of those things, small things add up. And remember how loved you are through the OEM family. I'm a hospice nurse and I'm here. If you need to cry and throw pillows, love, love, love you guys.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: And you know, the the fact of the matter is, is that Tony and I are, we've been through a lot the last 90 days and we're not done yet. No. Right. And, and you know, bits and pieces have come out over the shows over the last three months, but we sat down this past week and I really just kind of (laughs) looked like, where have we been? Right, right. And what's going on with the two of us? And, you know, Tony sold his other business. Right.
1: right. For those of you who didn't know, I I, I had a service business mm-hmm. that I've run for many years here in San Diego. Um, went through uh, the process of finding somebody who's interested, having many, many meetings, um, laying out the whole thing, what, what was included, how it would look, uh, signing agreements and everything.
0: And... Sold the business. Yep. But then took it back when the new owner decided that this wasn't the right fit for him. That all happened.
1: And I took it back less than two months after he had purchased it. So there was it, it was in a, a tight time frame where I was already moving away from it and yet I still had some some I was still helping out a bit in there.
0: More in a consulting role and mm-hmm. just so you guys know, the reason that Tony was selling that business was so that he would have more time and be singularly focused with me at one. Right. Right. So that was the whole plan for why to sell that business. And then um, as we shared in episode 383, Tony's dad died at Which the of like July. Which was like
1: a week, about a week or so after I took back the business and was in a bit of a frenzy trying to make, get everything back in order that the best that I could since I'd been away from it for about two months.
0: So, so. Stress. You know, Stress upon stress, right? Selling a business is stressful. Making the decision to take a business back is stressful. Losing a parent is stressful. And, you know, one of the last things that Tony's dad said to him was, I want you to take care of your mom. Mm -hmm. So Tony has now stepped into this role of, you know, how do we take care of mom? What do we do? You know, what are her needs? What are like all of the logistics? And that's not just a, you know, like we do it and we're done type of thing that's going to be an ongoing, right? So now we've got this, uh, our responsibilities towards mom have changed. Correct. And then, cause you know, we just keep, it, it's, it's that whole, when it rains, it pours type of thing. Um, then where we're living in our rental at the same time that dad was getting really, really sick, our homeowner was entering hospice herself and then she died. Right. And then we thought we had a lease extension until her estate realized that they had to sell the property
1: or wanted to sell or it.
0: wanted to sell. We don't know. We got the 60 day notice. Right. So businesses sold and repurchased death of a parent, 60 day notice, by the way, you have to move. And this is all happening by the time it's all said and done. It'll probably be about a five month window
1: mm-hmm. of our year of our year. And, and if we go back to the beginning of the year, Our word for the one family was next level. Right. Right. We're all going to go to the next level in our marriages, in our life. And when you have five months of your year consumed by things that honestly you never thought was going to even come around this year.
0: Or wasn't going to go in the direction that it went.
1: Right. You start to look. And I start to look at, okay, well, what does my next level look like?
0: Well, because I forgot to mention, we also have our children starting yes. new phases of life in terms of one's going to high school. <laughs> Those of you that have high schoolers, you know that we're on a, the cusp of something something big here. And our youngest is starting middle school. So we phased out of the elementary school and now we're in this like preteen, teen world. Right. So, you know, we feel all of you, but this is all going on, right? And I will tell you. That, you know, 10, 11 years ago when Tony and I would face crisis, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. like two different people showed up in our marriage, right? Because we didn't do stress as a couple. I, I, I can't even say we didn't do it well. We just didn't do it.
1: No. Yeah.
0: Right. The, the communication would fall apart. The disconnect would happen. The fights would happen. And I'm telling you all this because here's the thing. We know you're going to have storms. Right. You were never promised. Like on the day that you said, I do, you did not get not a single one. of you got the, you know, free pass, smooth sailing happily ever after for the next 50 years.
1: Right. And, and the closest I can connect what we've gone through over these last 90 days and what we dealt with in the past is when we lost our second child, Andrew, mm-hmm. that loss, that, that trauma that we both uh, incurred and faced after the loss of Andrew, and where we are today is completely different because losing a parent um, selling a business, buying it, having to buy it back and all th- th- these are traumatic events and they can take you out and and I those are the two in in my life that I can think of right now where w- such a different place the loss of Andrew took us off the rails for a good year and a half at least you know where where we are today because of what we've done allowed us to, to stay on those rails. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe the train slowed down a lot, (laughs) you know, maybe it was only at a crawl's pace for, for days or weeks at a time because we had to really go, okay, we can't do everything that we thought we could possibly do, but definitely a different place we've been.
0: Because when you're facing those storms, guys, all those emotions come up. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, and it's it's the feelings of hurt, it's the feelings of disappointment, of frustration, of fear, and, and simply you just get exhausted. Yeah, you know, there have been a lot of times. I mean, case in point, yesterday I came home and I took a three hour nap. Why? Because my body just finally said, "You know what? You need to sleep," and thankfully nobody woke Mama up. But it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. But. You know, you go through all of these emotions and you're going to experience it when you're having those storms. Like, please don't stuff your emotions. I actually had one coaching client say to me the other day, they're like, so you don't want me to express my emotions? I'm like, oh, heck no. We just have to be constructive in how you express them because you both are processing things differently. I mean, we've shared on a previous podcast um, when we knew things were getting really rough with dad that Tony came to me and he's like, look, like, there's all this stuff going on with business and with dad and whatnot. Like, I'm going to need more sex. It's that whole comfort sex thing that, that the hospice nurse shared in her hug, right? And I'm like, okay, I get it.
1: Yeah, and from my standpoint, you know, guys, especially, we're, we're taught don't show your emotions. Um, it, it's, not, it's not what a man does. And I'll tell you, there are many a times where I would be with my mom after dad's passing and just driving home, even with the family. And something would trigger me. And it would just be sobbing tears. Mm -hmm. Just allow yourself to sob. Allow yourself to release that emotion. You know, um, the only way I can explain it is there is definitely, for me personally, there's a release that just allows me to go afterwards, just take a deep breath and focus again. Where had I not, which I've done in the past, my vision is blurry and it continues to be blurry because I'm not allowing those emotions to come to surface. Well,
0: and that's where for a lot of people, when those emotions do get stuffed, when you're going through all of these storms, that's where they start to really, um, they start to really manifest themselves in anger. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that was, that was our whole scenario when Andrew died. Correct. Because I was in like pure chaos my world was completely upside down. Tony's was too, but I was singularly focused in that point in time about on me. Like I'm just Mm going to own that. And so Tony was in this protector mode way back when, and there really wasn't a place for him to express his emotions. So he just got angry, very, very angry. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's why, you know, as we looked at this period of time and on all honesty guys in the last, you know, three, four months, we've had one major fight, one major fight and that was on vacation so you know like those of you that have been listening for a while are kind of probably giggling right now going of course Tony and Lisa had a fight on vacation they usually do um but the the, the reason I share that with you is because we went from fighting mode to recovery in about 4 to 6 hours
1: yeah it was quick
0: it was quick and and, and i bring that up not to not to say oh my gosh look at Tony and Lisa but to say here's what happens when when you start building your marriage, yeah, right? Because that couple, that Tony and Elisa couple, you know, gosh, 10 years ago now, I guess that would be, because we're coming up on year 21. Yeah. So 10 years ago, that couple that wasn't focusing on their marriage, that couple that didn't know how to communicate, that couple that was, you know, more focused on self than on other, that couple did not survive storms well. I will tell you that when Andrew died and we're in that chaos place, did I think about divorce? You better believe it because I was hurting so bad and we didn't know how to bridge that gap, that chasm that was between us. We were disconnected. I perfected my silent treatment.
1: Yes, she did.
0: And Tony perfected the volcanic anger in in that season. I did. We, We fought over things that like I look back now and I just remember the energy around the fights. But I couldn't tell you what we fought about
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know and, and I share that with all of you because we get it right we know that that you're gonna go through this and you know one of the other things I want to tell you that hasn't disappeared right like Tony was talking about the train may have slowed down but we haven't gotten completely derailed the intimacy lifestyle mm-hmm. for those of you that don't know it's episode one forty scheduling sex but I share that because here we've had all of these things, you know, Tony's been traveling to see his mom and, and you know, we've got kids going here, there and everywhere. And it's, you know, what businesses is you working today? And all these kinds of things, right? So like this constant guessing game. It is. Know, it's sort of like you, you wake up and you shake the magic eight ball. And you're like, okay, where am I going today? And we haven't had the intimacy lifestyle drop off in this, you know, four month period when it would be really easy to say on my part, you know what? I'm just exhausted. I don't want to have sex. Right? Or for Tony to be like, I'm just emotionally drained. I don't want to have sex. Right? It'd be super easy. And yet we're like, no, no, no. This is a commitment that we've made. And,
1: and I- it's so worth it. I mean, that was one of the things that we ended up discussing. I mean, Elisa brings it up that, hey, under that stress for myself, having sex, that close connection with her allows me to relax, release that stress, and know that. She and I are on the same page. So when we, go, when we were going through this, knowing that we were going to continue our intimacy lifestyle, it changed the atmosphere mm-hmm. of our house. It, it just changed the atmosphere for each of us. And that was huge and has been huge.
0: The reality is that the storms are going to come. Right. There are gonna be times when you look at a season and you're like, oh my gosh, we're not just like dealing here with a little afternoon thunderstorm. We're like full-on flooding. Mm -hmm. Right. And here's the thing. You don't put on the life jacket when the floodwaters are over your head. Right. Right. You start putting on the life jacket in all those other times when the water is down below and you're like, ah, that feels a little uncomfortable. My feet are wet. Right. We wanna we wanna equip you. With the tools and strategies to be unified today mm-hmm. when things might not be so bad, right? When you're not really in a storm, you're like, you know what, Tony and Lisa, I, I totally appreciate what you're talking about, but, but we're in a good place.
1: But here's the thing. So were we. We <laughs> felt like we were in a great place coming into 2017. Everything was humming along. Things were moving where we wanted them to. And bam, the storm hit. One thing hit. The next thing hit. The next thing hit. So- don't ever think that, oh, we're in a good place and it's always going to be this way because things are gonna come up. We pray that you guys are in a good place and you stay in that good place. man Elise and I've had a run of being in a, in a place of just we're in the green pasture. Like it, it's good. And yet life still comes at us. And what we did when we were in the green pasture allowed us to face that storm together, united in a way that didn't break us up in any way. Like Elisa said, it was one argument over this over this time that really didn't matter. I mean, it was, it was really small. And at the end of the day, neither of us were going to allow that to break us. Right. Or our marriage. So, you know, where you are now, if you're in an awesome spot, this is great because this is where you continue to grow and strengthen each other because when that time does come, you're going to be ready for it. You're going to be like, Bring it on. It's okay because you're not going to break us apart.
0: And, and I just want to say because you know I know that there are those of you that are listening today, and you're like Tony Lisa, we're in a good spot. And I also know that there are those of you listening today that are saying Tony Lisa, it feels like the floodwaters are over our heads. Mm, yep. And you still need to put on your life jacket. Right. It's a little bit harder, but not impossible. So the strategies that we're going to give you, what we're going to equip you with today, you know, are going to help you handle the storm as a couple. But before we do that, we want to remind you, go to chatbooks.com slash podcast to download the chatbooks app and get that first series book free with promo code OEM. You know, one of the things about these books, especially like if you create one of the two of you, is that when you face those storms, it's a very tangible, physical reminder of who the two of you are and what the two of you mm-hmm. mean to one another. That's so why I great. love I love Chatbooks because it's that tangible, like, this is us. Remember that show, This Is Us? Oh, you create your own This Is Us book. So go to chatbooks.com slash podcast and use promo code OEM to get that first series book free. So as we're talking about the storms, I want to be real honest with you guys. Um, as much as you'd like to live in a bubble where nothing bad ever happens, it's simply not realistic. So we've got to talk about how you stay unified Mm -hmm. in the storm. And the first thing that you need to do is you need to create a safe space to regularly express your feelings. Regularly. Not, you know, like once in 2017 and then again maybe in 2019. Right? I'm talking about like on a regular basis. Maybe even once or twice a week. So
1: this this is your emotional intimacy. Absolutely. Right? This is... This is what we talk about almost on every show, the ability to talk to each other, right? Openly, honestly, and transparently. If you haven't been able to do it, if you're not sure how you're going to do it, where's that first step going to come into grab our book, connect like you did when you first met 101 proven questions for couples. That's a great place to start.
0: Well, we can even suggest a uh, coffee break,
1: a coffee break as well, because yeah. the
0: coffee break is going to allow you to talk about what's what's happening and how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. and and what that connection is like between the two of you you know in that safe space you know in order to have that safe space you also have to create margin in your life right you can't say yes to everything it's super easy especially when the stressors start to come to say well yeah you know I'll just I'll do that and, and I'll take that on and yeah I, I think I can do one more thing and the fact of the matter is is that when people, keep saying yes to everything. And they are running, 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 running. You never have the time to deal with your feelings, Mm -hmm. to deal with what's going on with you. I see it all the time in coaching clients when, you know, we're talking about what's going on. They're like, I'm just so busy. You know, I've got this, 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 this. And I'm like, what are you running from? What's going to happen if you stop and stand still and actually process what's going on in your head? Mm -hmm. That's why you're running. But you've got to have that safe space, not just to discuss your feelings with your spouse, but also to get in touch with yourself, folks. If you don't know what's going on inside of you, you've heard me say this at least, I don't know, a couple hundred times, your spouse does not have ESP. They can't figure out the chaos that's swirling inside your head. You have to be able to understand that. Yeah. You know, another aspect of this, especially in those regularly scheduled times for the two of you to talk is that you have to come to one another in love. And you have to come with the expectation that you're speaking whatever you're sharing in love. Yeah. You know, I recently did um a going deeper Facebook live interview with Jennifer Smith of Unveiled Wife and her husband Aaron, who has husband revolution. And this couple has been through a lot, especially in the first four years of their marriage. They've right. now been married about 10 years. And, you know, they shared when they were at their lowest point and Jennifer came to Aaron and said, I need to talk to you, you know, famous last words that just cause fear in the heart of every married couple everywhere, that he sat there and he listened. And, you know, when he, when he heard all of these things that were hurtful and and just, you know, what she was dealing with, she, in the interview, she looks at him and says, but you were so gracious. And so I look at him and I'm like, "Um, dude, you've been through a lot. Your first four years of marriage, how yeah. were you able to do this? And he's like, I knew that she wouldn't have been able to come to me and share these things if I didn't believe that she was coming in love. And so I was able to hear those things because I knew where her heart was. Mm-hmm. And I thought, how powerful is that? Because he understood she wasn't saying things to hurt him. She was saying things to him because she valued their marriage and she loved him. And that makes such a difference in how the two of you weather a storm. Are you coming at each other with words of hurt and anger and I'm trying to wound you? Or are you coming with words of, I love you and I want to make our marriage work. And I need you as my partner to make that happen because I can't do it by myself.
1: And here's the thing. There's nothing better than a spouse who will come up beside you and be like, I'm here to hold you up. You know, there, there's so many people in our lives, we get outside of our four walls, that want to tear us down, that want to break us apart, that want to, that want to see us fail. And you know what, for myself personally, being able to walk in here and just go, okay, you know, I can, I can lay myself down in the sense of, I can allow my emotions to be shown and seen. Um, I can come to Elisa and let her know where I'm struggling. And more importantly, she was there. Mhm. Right. It it wasn't it wasn't easy for her to hear the things that were going on. Be it with my business, be it with what was happening with dad. I mean, she was there the morning dad passed. We we were there together with my mom as my dad took his last breath. We experienced something together and were able to lean on each other during that time. And I will tell you there's nothing that just as a, as a husband makes me more proud than knowing that I have a wife who will, at my worst is just there standing right beside me going, I love you, honey. And I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to put you down. I'm not going to degrade you. I'm not going to use hurtful words. Instead, I'm going to be here and I know you're hurting and I know I'm hurting. And it went both ways too. I mean, there are times when I had to lift her up too, you know, she went and saw dad pass away as well. But there's something about that. And through us getting together, right, building our marriage, building that foundation, growing it, building the house together, you can weather these storms. You can handle it
0: and that's that's the last piece there. You need to expect that you're gonna stay united in your storms, right? Because it's so easy to get into when things are bad. in in your marriage, in your life, you know, when you're facing things, it's so easy to kind of withdraw. Like I said, when Andrew died, you know, I withdrew and I felt like it was me against the world. Right. I didn't think that anybody was on my side. I felt like I was all by myself facing this like unbelievable grief. Right. And what I didn't, Mm -hmm. what I didn't take into account was on the day that Tony and I said, I do, you know, when we said we now become one as a couple, that meant that I had somebody
1: Mm-hmm. Right, I didn't
0: have to do this by myself. And, you know, my coaching couples, any of you that have done coaching with me, you know that I refer to the two of you as a team, right? Like Tony and I are team Lorenzo. You might be team Smith or team Thomas or team Jackson, right? But when all of a sudden you start adopting this mindset of, okay, wait, 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 we're on the same team. This person was not put in my life to be my adversary. They were put in my life to be my partner. Mm-hmm. which means that they have skills and strengths that I don't have, especially when I'm in a place where I can't be strong on my own. Right. I, you know, did I anticipate when I married Tony almost 21 years ago that I was going to be with him on the morning that his dad died? No. Like you don't really paint that one into the picture on the day. I, I, I wasn't even there. Right. But I was there. And it's, it's an amazing, incredible moment that he and I have the opportunity to share and to talk through and to, and to say, okay, you know what, that was really ridiculously hard and amazing and beautiful all at the same time, but we were there together Mm -hmm. and I was there to hold his hand, you know, the day of the funeral. And he's been there when, you know, life has happened to us. And I'm like, I don't even know if I can handle this mothering thing. You know, all these different things that we faced as a couple. You know, when I get the phone call from the property manager saying, hey, guess what? I'm delivering your 60-day notice today. And I immediately call Tony and he just says, babe, we got this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to get upset about it. We're going to find another place to live. And it was just that calming like, oh, we've got, you know, he didn't say I've got this. He said, we've got this. And so.
1: And, and, and And let me just say this. When we moved into this place, when we found out we, our previous owner was selling his place, Alisa went crazy. And in two weeks we had found a place signed a lease and moved and, and packed up and moved. And so uh, putting her at ease and at calm, knowing that we have 60 days helped out um, for my sanity and, and hopefully as, as well, for hers as well. So we didn't have to like run into a new place that quick.
0: Yeah. 60 days is a lot better than 14. Yes. I'm just going to say that. But, you know, in that place of unity, you know, plan on more walk and talks. Yes. Plan on more cuddle time. Plan on stepping away from some of your obli- other obligations like the stuff outside the marriage so that you can focus on the two of you.
1: Yeah, you may have to you may have to cut off some mm-hmm. some commitments mm-hmm. for a time. You know, here's the thing and we've walked through this. People understand. People understand. People are so gracious and understanding. It it truly floors me. And, and it floored me through this time how many people are like, Tony, don't sweat it. The, the business, trying to pick things back up and going through my dad's death and guys that I've known, don't worry about it. Man, they would just come up, they'd give me a big old bear hug, and we'll handle it. Don't, don't sweat it. Take care of yourself. So if you have to drop some commitments for a little bit, it's okay.
0: The reality is, is that at the end of the day, on the day that you said I do, you changed how you were going to handle life. Uh right? No longer did you have to do it by yourself. And the reason why is that on the day that you said, I do, you got to the point where you, you, you change your designation, right? You went from, I've got to handle this all by myself to where we, we are going to handle this as a couple. That's the way you were designed to do life. Uh The two of you. So look at this season. You know, maybe it's a season where you're building, right you're like we're in a good spot we're just going to keep laying these foundations we're going to take these strategies of expressing our feelings and and coming to one another with love and and creating the expectation that we're going to stay ignited not ignited united uh, we're in that place where we're just going to keep working on these to be able to handle the storms maybe you're in the storm and you're looking at these and you're saying this is what we're going to start doing today
1: yeah so storms are going to come you guys they're going to come and when it, they do together you can say we can handle it We can handle it together. We can handle it being beside one another. We can handle it no matter what comes our way. And we believe in you guys because you're putting the work and have put in the work to build your foundation, to build your house. So when these times do come, you're going to be ready for them. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. Pick up a resource. Pick up a resource this week that can help you build that foundation. So when it does come, it may be this week. This may be the week where you guys start the intimacy lifestyle. Maybe that you're going to start your seven days of sex challenge. Maybe you're going to pick up Connect like you did when you first met and start going through those questions together on a date night or once a week. Whatever it may be, we believe in you, and we are still this year going the next level. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week, and we'll catch you next week.